Welcome to Slow and Steady, a podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Brian. And I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products. No, sorry. <laughs> and I'm Benedict. Each week, we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on by investing in candles. Today is May 19th, and I'm in launch mode. This is episode number 42, and I am feeling unstuck. Today's episode is sponsored by Notewood. Are you thinking about starting a new SaaS business? There's a lot of boilerplate code that you need to write just to get started. Notewood is a SaaS starter kit that takes care of user authentication, subscription management, and other common cases that you'd rather not waste your time on writing. Visit notewood.com slash slow and steady for more information and to sign up for a 20% discount when it launches. Uh, I need to take a look at that. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I have subscription notes in my, uh, in my to talk about stuff. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you check it I'm out. Curious to take a look at it. Is it is it kind of is it in the in the vein of uh, like uh, bullet train that sort of thing? You get like kind of I have a feel like I, out of the box. From what I understand, it's similar. Like it's a, a ready made uh, yeah based product, and then you can just build on it. I, I think it's built in Node.js. Okay. Uh, so oh hello um, duh yes sim- Ryan. <laughs> similar <laughs> similar idea different language yeah. and different frameworks yeah um yeah. but yeah look, no, that's, I, that's great probably good good boilerplate to start off from yeah it does make complete sense i mean the great you know innovations of things like uh rails and then you know uh following behind it laravel is it it comes with all of this all of these things that you know you're going to use so just start with that yeah. and then to put to put a starter kit like this on top of it well you're also going to have a user model you're going to have subscriptions you're going to need to have yeah. you know etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah makes sense it's interesting and it's always cool. like it's always the same things that you start building uh, for all those right, tools exactly. so it makes sense to just unify them <laughs> yeah, at some point just, <laughs> just start with it so are what are you up to you're, you're investing in candles yeah, I I don't know. They keep the light on. <laughs> ah, jeez. I get. All right, I get it. I thought that you meant you you. You know, I think in the back of my head, I was waiting on the backstory that you had lost electricity. You know, at some point during the week, and so you and your girlfriend started creating candles, and then you thought this is a, a great idea, and you're going to build and launch that business. <laughs> but no, it was, it was yeah, a joke. no, no. Okay, no. Cool, cool. It, it was okay. mostly intended as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did talk about, um, starting a pet sitting, uh, business yesterday <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> we have like a little, uh, shelter foster bunny, uh, around the house for the next two weeks. So the, the idea came up yesterday that, huh, maybe we should do this as a business, but turns yeah. out not a good business. <laughs> <laughs> you'd need, uh, you'd need to have a lot of animals in the house for that to, for that to work huh? yeah absolutely um did you say and then did even you say then, foster bunny kind of yeah it's um a friend of my sister's has a bunny wow. already and she yes. got a second one and uniting them didn't go that well oh no friend, they started fighting and stuff so um uh, yeah 
Bunny had to go somewhere for the next okay. couple of days until try number two. And okay. uh, we volunteered to, well, awesome. I volunteered to to share my office with a bunny this week. Right. <laughs> cool. So they're they're going to give it another shot to try to yeah. re reintegrate yeah. the two bunnies. Is is it in a cage or is it just hopping around in your office? Uh, we built a little cage with just like the little metal fencing, and mm -hmm. it's basically got a, a PVC floor and. <laughs> put the fence on there and put the bunny yeah. inside and it's making a mess to be honest um <laughs> and there's already like little fur uh yeah fluffs flying around the office now but uh yeah, yeah we'll be fine <laughs> does it does it make you want a bunny full time is there any chance that you're just going to be the one to take it over uh i think that's my girlfriend's secret hope <laughs> but i don't think it's a good idea <laughs> Probably not in the cards for you. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. It got it. I mean, it's not like we have we don't have a lot of room. Like there's plenty of space here, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't know where to fit the bunny. Like it's not they they <laughs> they need a little bit of space and um I don't know. This okay. this office situation, I mean it works for now, but doesn't feel like a permanent solution. <laughs> no. Gotcha. Hey, I got a I got an email about an hour before we started recording that uh, in-app messages from user list is on product hunt. Yeah, it is. It's finally Congrats. out there. Congrats. I'm so glad. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, um, ten minutes before we started recording, I get an email uh, or a message on Slack from someone with a screenshot showing a test message message they sent to themselves. And it has weird scroll bars in it <laughs> that oh, aren't shoot. supposed to be there. So um, all the testing over the last couple of weeks didn't help to, to fix all the issues. <laughs> so next thing, either later today or tomorrow, I go back in there and fix stuff. <laughs> Good. Does it, are, are you worried about it? Like, does it feel like, oh, I don't have any idea why that's happening. That's annoying. Or, eh, I'll. Yeah. I'm... <sighs> To be honest, I don't have a good idea on how to fix it right now, but uh, I mean, it's Firefox on Windows apparently shows scroll bars okay. even yeah. when they are not scrollable. So okay. have to figure out how to get rid of that. I I, I hope this is a solved problem. Um, yeah. Firefox on see. Windows also feels like less urgent than Chrome on macOS. I don't know. Um, I mean, it depends on customers of our customers what what they use so um but as a yeah. as as a percentage you're able to i mean you want to get it fixed yes i'm not saying don't fix it yeah yeah for sure it's definitely not a hair on fire issue yes. i mean it's yeah. just it's just a scroll bar that's there that shouldn't be there but it's not yeah. like it doesn't work at all so yeah should be well, doable good luck yeah, sort of. <laughs> hey, so what do you uh, yeah what's your i'm curious what your setup is for debugging windows how do you approach that um i don't have a dedicated setup for that yet um but yeah. uh, we have at least one windows machine in the house so i'll probably just take that and do some testing on there okay all right but to be yeah, honest yeah. i don't do that often enough to uh to be really sure like yeah. We probably would have spotted this issue if we 
have taken if we had taken out the uh the windows machine and just dabbled around with it in there but mm-hmm. yeah didn't even occur to me until today <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like i feel like a couple of years out of out of date on this um as as far as what is the what is the best approach that people are taking right now i used to have you know multiple um you know virtual machines installed through virtualbox and so i mm-hmm. would i would be able to you know spin up like multiple versions of internet explorer through that yeah i, just, I was curious if that's still yeah it's just that's the way you got to do it or if there's if there are better solutions out there in the market right now sometimes when it's like when it comes to really weird stuff that only happens on specific browser versions like old ie 11 whatever uh, i sometimes use what's it called i think one of the tools is called source um, and it's basically a browser-based environment where you can spin up virtual machines of um, older browsers and then control them via the via the browser and click around in them and this i think the other one is called browser frame or something like that so it's similar idea browser stack might be i i don't know like something like that um and i think they and uh um the the original idea of those tools is to basically provide environments for automated testing but they like some of them also have like nice uh GUIs on top of them so you can just Mm -hmm. mouse around in them and click on it and 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 open the inspector so yeah Cool. Uh, anything, anything else happening at user list? Was it, or was uh, most of your time put into uh, today? Today was mostly related to the to the launch, preparing for the yeah. launch. Um, yeah. Pre pre writing uh, tweets that we send out, planning the emails <laughs> yep. that we send out, stuff yeah. like that, and um, yeah. Overall, just we're just happy to to have it launched. Um, someone asked this on, or hinted at this on, on Twitter that it's been a long time that we've been working on this. And I, uh, inspired by that, I checked and it was April 23rd when I first shared a working prototype of like last year, 2019, yeah. Uh, yeah. April 23rd, when I last, um, when I, when I sent the first working prototype of what in-app messages could look like <laughs> to, to Jane and Claire. So mm-hmm. It's been over a year that we've been dabbling with this and, and thinking about doing this. But admittedly, there was a, a period in there where we decided, okay, let's focus on launching first <laughs> before we add another feature. So, right, it, like right. Um, net time was probably not 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 in not an entire year, but um, still, it's yeah, I'm glad it's out there and it's somewhat yeah. done even though scroll bars on firefox on windows <laughs> are still showing up <laughs> sure. sure yeah yeah no and I, I remember i remember when talking about this back in like the late fall as well yeah but but it's not i mean obviously it's you have not been working 40 hours a week on in app yeah. messaging it's totally not fair to say it took even you know 4 months to launch it um, because your time is split in, across so many different things. So it, I, I'm curious, though, are, how, how do you feel about say, saying that, that the first prototype I shared was in April, and we also really kind of started really digging into it, you know, late last year. Like, that's just how it goes for a complicated feature, or would you? are you trying to think through 
when we yeah how, how are you thinking about it um i think like once we had like once we fully focused on it or i fully focused on it building it it went pretty fast or relatively fast like right. once once i was full-time on it and we made a deliberate decision this is the thing we'll focus on we do nothing else feature wise then it didn't take take so much time anymore um mm -hmm. but yeah overall like <laughs> we should probably should shouldn't have started talking about this a year ago in public because that side is a little bit embarrassing <laughs> to be honest yeah <laughs> yeah wow. but then again i mean that's how it is yeah totally and i mean yeah i think that's what that's what i was i was just curious how if you consider if you consider it to be something that was kind of like messed up in the process or we'll know it's it's been in progress for a while because we've also shipped this feature we made this improvement we had to handle emailing um you know putting out a couple of like changes to your email provider all that all that sort of thing it's just uh yeah it's yeah. so hard when you're a a development team of one yeah that's true uh, it's just a lot of stuff that takes takes the attention away mm -hmm. and also i mean in theory we, we could have launched this back in march but in hindsight like it's probably a good idea that we didn't do it because like in march it was all about COVID and uh, everyone freaking out and i think our initial planned launch date was basically in that first week uh when things start blowing up and launching in that week was yeah would probably be not a good idea anyway so right yeah it, you fine. would have been yeah it would have gotten lost and come across as tone deaf both like there's no yeah <laughs> no yeah. reason to have done that at the time so that basically just delayed everything by by a couple more weeks eight weeks or so and um i mean it's not great i mean launching it earlier would have been nice but then again it's yeah it's not a big deal i guess well con congrats congrats are there um were there people or customers along the way who do you like are, are you going to be uh you and jane personally reaching out to some folks to say hey this thing you asked for we're adding or no this is this is just going to be a big a big marketing push hopefully it will it will attract some new folks or is there going to be some direct outreach as well? Uh, we'll probably do a little bit of uh, direct outreach, at least to those people who churned because of not mm -hmm. being able to send in-app messages before. Yeah. Or some yeah. people said they will sign up when in-app messages is, are available. Mm -hmm. um, fingers crossed that's actually true. <laughs> no, we'll yeah, see. of course. Of course. Um, to be honest, like, we talked about this um yesterday uh we don't feel as excited about in-app messages anymore as we felt uh, about them um, a year ago when we decided to to do this but that's probably also related to just being working on it for a long long time and uh, right yeah yeah by now it's a yeah we built this thing it's working it will be fine uh and not a what this is a cool thing it blows our minds <laughs> type mm -hmm. of uh, feeling so um yeah we'll see i mean we still hope that it has some marketing effect or like effect on signups but to be honest i don't think it will be a huge 
like it will not cause a huge influx in new customers probably okay yeah we'll see just curious any any more data on the new start the nine dollar starter plan i haven't looked at it yet um like it's not like people are storming into into the product and giving it a try um but yeah, we should probably uh, do a proper reviews in in two weeks or so, and and see how the numbers look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else, man? Yeah, what do you got happening? Um, this week I'm finally looking forward to getting some rest, sort of, uh, and being able to do a little bit of experimenting and playing around with stuff again. So um, I'm. Currently looking into static site generators, and um, we're thinking about moving our entire website to a jet- static site generator. Yeah, because right now it's on WordPress, and while that makes it easy for Jane to edit stuff and author stuff, it feels like a behemoth and uh, just very very slow. So I started mm-hmm. looking into that. We also thinking about rolling our um, knowledge base into the website itself. Um, because we're also not super happy with uh, the way the knowledge base is managed in in Help Scout. That always feels a little bit clunky. Mm. And it's honestly like editing code is a pain and editing tables is a pain. (laughs) And we'd rather have this in in Markdown or something like that where where it's just easier search replace and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it would also be good in terms of seo because then it's not in a subdomain anymore but all in one like all on the root domain and i I mean at least in theory that should help with seo a little bit yeah yeah and um yeah that's what i'm looking looking into this week um promising results so far i haven't shown jane yet uh she (laughs) she has to sign off on it as well of course but um we tried uh, i tried a netlify cms um on top of middleman and that's really impressive because it is it middleman is a static site generator it works with the wordpress files and yaml files and then netlify sits on top of that and basically manage all those files in github like it directly interfaces with the github mm-hmm. api and yep. creates pull requests and stuff like that at least from my point of view, that's like a dream setup. <laughs> yeah, because then, then we get all the benefits of like uh, having Git in there for the history and the branches. And with um, uh, if we deploy the the website on Netlify, we get the preview branches and preview deploys, and that at least to me feels like a really powerful setup. Um, let's see what Jane has to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so projectheadlamp.com is a Jekyll site on Netlify. Mm-hmm. And brianray.com is a static site on DigitalOcean. Um, and deploying that Jekyll, uh, deploying to Netlify is the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's really great. We we already use it for um, the the user list UI. Uh, that's a static um, a single page application, and mm-hmm. it's just great to be able to just git push and get it up there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Talking about headlamp, what's what's new with you? 
Man, yes. Continuing kind of in a flurry of activity um, from last week. I feel so. the The thing that I wanted to just go ahead and launch with is um, the ability for managers to add their team members to schedule meetings and recurring meetings with them to create an agenda that both user and both manager and attendee can see for each of them to have private notes, takeaways, etc. Um, and I think the one final piece of that is I want to have like one baseline survey that the app sends um, uh, once once per week. And so um, and and I, I mean I have on the list like you know Zoom and Google Meet integration. Do I have to have that to launch? Probably not. Does it make it much more likely that it integrates with their existing workflow? Yes, but kind of already getting off on a, a trail there. Um, but um, I mean the, the user user management is in a, is in a great place. Um, multiple roles. Managers can invite people. They you know they. They sign in. The account is created with a token. Blah 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 blah. That all works. That all works really good. Um, I'm doing a couple of trying to do a couple things with um, uh, with time zone on sign up and account creation to get that recorded out of the gate. Um, you. <laughs> say what? Poor me. Poor you. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it that that feels like it could potentially be a full-time job just <laughs> thinking through how did these times, how are we going to do time zones? Um, gosh, first of all, <laughs> the world just needs to get rid of uh, daylight savings time and it would get a l- at least marginally easier. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what, what else? And you know, um, the, the meeting scheduling feels like it's in a, it's actually in a pretty, good place there's a good uh, gem called ice cube that um mm-hmm. pretty fairly easily let me be able to say do you want to meet daily do you want to meet weekly if weekly on mondays and thursdays cool you want to meet every month on the first tuesday of the month every other month on the third friday of the month like it you know uh allows for all of those things so there's a good ui in play or there's a usable ui in place for all of that, um, I got the I got a mailer wired up, um, and so it is sending you know emails to somebody when they get an invitation to the manager when there's a meeting to the attendee when there's a meeting, etc. Um, haven't tested that you know that part of it in production yet, but it's at least like firing off those those mailers. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know all of all of that functionality is in place. It what it it does not look like an app right now because I have just resisted the temptation to do any design work at all um mm-hmm. and so it has just looked super ugly and i just like built like myself you know a very uh, ugly looking dashboard you know at the root url so that i could see you know as the user that i'm who, who i've logged in as okay cool here are all their team members here are their upcoming meetings etc cetera, etc cetera. so now i i kind of i'm you know in the I'm in this place now of, um, okay, how much more of this functionality do I want to finish up or do I want to write a good spec for cron jobs? <laughs> like maybe that's not something that I want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it feels, it has felt like it's really come along and I can, I can feel now that I'm, you know, at that, 
uh, at the end of the, you know, getting zero to 80% super fast. And then the final 20% takes twice as long as the first 80%. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, was I going to say? Oh yeah. So yesterday, yesterday afternoon for the first time, I put like an application, you know, shell in, in place in the design from Tailwind UI and, uh, and already regret it because it immediately made me start thinking about colors and messing with colors. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't need to give a crap about that just yet. Uh, so yeah, I might, yeah. I might, I might pull that out just to, just to keep myself from getting distracted. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's where that's where it is at. Um, I need to I need to give myself a goal for you know what yeah what what is finished um, mm -hmm. and putting some of these things you know on the other on the other side of that dividing line because nice I could just kind of keep experimenting and, and tinkering and playing with it. Are you still building this as a, a Slack application? Or are you basically disconnecting it from that aspect and making a standalone thing? Yeah, disconnecting it from Slack and making it a base, like foundationally a Rails application that could have a Slack integration, could have a, will have a Zoom integration, Google Meet integration, probably Calendly, et cetera. I think, you know, good, something that I need to commit to before next week is to actually, my goal is to have a goal. <laughs> the this functionality <laughs> will let me launch uh this this other stuff i can i can hold off on but uh anyway i've been i've been really happy with how much of it you know especially like all of the back end stuff that i've been able to understand and do myself um and it does it is to the point now though where it's like do i am i sh am i the one to write the you know the oauth integration with zoom or you know, outsource just that little job and then be able to understand it enough to read it and interact with it. And that would be a much better use of my time and money. Um, mm -hmm. Same thing with, you know, cron jobs and setting up Capistrano and all this other like stuff. It's like, bah, I don't. <laughs> Wait, we are you planning to run this? Heroku, unless. Can you you probably slap don't, me in the face and tell me different. Like and pro you probably don't need cron jobs nor Capistrano. Oh, so okay, so let me yeah let me let me tell you why I think I need cron jobs is that when you when okay let's say I create a meeting um, with you every Thursday, okay every Thursday at, at you know eight p.m. my time, um, then that meeting has uh, has an attribute on it called recurrence. And that's like a YAML description that IceCube then uses to say, okay, cool. So here are the dates of those future meetings. But that meeting occurrence does not have a record in the database mm. that could yeah, then okay. have an agenda, takeaways, et cetera, et cetera. And so my thinking is, oh, okay, so I need to like nightly run a cron job that, that actually creates those meeting occurrences for you know, tomorrow or for all of next week, however I decide to do it. So that then they have a, they they exist in the in the database. Mm, yeah, that ma that part Is makes that right? sense. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just thinking like Heroku has this, like add-on around actual cron jobs that's called Heroku okay. Scheduler, and that just okay. you can you can give it a rake task and just tell it to run it once a day or once per hour, 
and it okay, will just cool. do that. So you don't have to figure out actual cron to get this up and running. <laughs> just <laughs> yes. just okay. write a just write a small script that yep. I don't know reads the uh, okay. meetings uh, table and then creates new instances from that. Mm -hmm. Just a simple simple for e uh, for each loop, whatever, and yep. um, that's it. All right. So shouldn't cool. take so that's... that much time. <laughs> All right. Well, so that's what I'm gonna. I, I will look into that for sure. So I, yeah, I, I create rake tasks that will look for uh, an upcoming meeting, and create an occur that, and then the rake task can create an occurrence of that. Same thing with, and then and in that same rake task or a related one, send an email to those participants, but that would also be in the rake task, and then Heroku scheduler will, yeah, run we'll that just task run that. schedule. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Cool. All right. Well, then, oh, if yeah, you want to go yeah. like more advanced, we're currently using we're using Sidekick for uh, background jobs, and there's yep. a gem called Sidekick Scheduler or Sidekick Cron or something like that, mm -hmm. and that basically lets you create re recurring tasks in in Sidekick, and that will just run those background jobs in the specified uh, in the specified intervals that you set up. Cool. That works well for us. Okay. Sweet man, I will. <laughs> that that that, yeah. Already, that feels okay. That that is something that I can that I can do, and and will, and will build. Um, like doing the all stuff with with Slack and su such. Like that sounds like good thing to outsource. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I feel that there's there's a there's a part of me. I think the part of me that's wanting to to do it is so that I intrinsically understand it. Um, and so that if I want to change something about it or do it, you know, do another one in the future that I would, yeah. you know, wouldn't be completely in the dark. Um, okay. Makes so sense. yeah, man, that's, uh, gosh, it just feels, it feels like a whole lot of, a whole lot of progress. Um, and I am feeling the itch to just like, okay, just put the final touches on the functionality so that somebody could use it and just put it in the hands of a couple friendlies. Um, and it, yeah, I think I could get there pretty quick. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm super excited. Finally, some, some movement. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finally is the right word. It also, I, I think it just, you have to go, there's no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. Yeah, unfortunately to, not. Yeah, had to go through it to get here. So, um, mm, let's see. Yeah, there was one other piece of it that I wanted to talk about, but I, I'll hold off and we can talk about it uh, next week. Um, because we're yeah getting to a, a good a good length here. Yeah. Um, any anything else we didn't talk about that you want to? No, nothing, nothing important. Um, let's see what comes out of this week's this week of experimentation and mm -hmm. researching and stuff like that. Okay. Maybe we have some more exciting news to share next week. <laughs> well, more exciting well, news we just I, launched yeah. in launched in that message. So, <laughs> what's just more launch. exciting than that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, everybody, everybody, go to Product Hunt and upvote user lists. Yeah, should hopefully still be on the front page somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, product hunt. Yeah. Okay then. Talk to you next Great week. Great talking. Yep, as always. Bye.
talk later. Bye. Bye.